Hey friends, it's Joe from A Family Frenzy. Welcome to the 17th episode of our podcast, which is pretty crazy. Today I want to kick off a series called Dialogue, in which I want to start equipping you to facilitate open dialogue across the boundaries of culture, race, ethnicity, faith, gender, politics, and more. And I think I want to start off with why this is even important to discuss. I, I believe in our world, we are deeply polarized along all of these different lines based on where we grew up, the default culture in which we live, different biases we may have against different people groups that are perpetuated by things we see in our local media or things we hear from our grandma growing up. So during this series, we're going to start to unpack all the different sources of biases within our life. And in addition to that, we're going to start equipping um, one another to learn how to call out exclusion where we see it and, and foster inclusion wherever we are. Um, these topics are difficult, they're uncomfortable, but I'm hoping to be a guide on the side so that you can have a slightly different perspective and we're going to look at things such as the you know the black experience within america um i'm really excited to see where this series goes as we move to japan because japan is a very how do i say this monolithic i don't know if that's the right word uh culture basically japan's like 98.6 percent japanese so it's it's very exclusive in certain ways um to foreigners and there's a lot of blatant racism and things like that embedded in the culture even though on the surface there's a lot of uh, values for hospitality and things that make people feel welcome. Um, people will often feel welcomed in Japan, but they won't necessarily be included or invited into decision-making or things like that. So I'm excited to move to Japan and unpack that. So I think where I want to start is... Honestly, I came in here without a plan. I know our podcast is already 20 minutes late and my kids are going to wake up in 20 minutes and I have a meeting at 8 o'clock. So this is the rolling thoughts of Joe. I think I'll start with 4,000 miles for equity. So this whole journey of advocating for other people groups came from a really odd idea, honestly. I was running and I'm not a good runner. Um, I used to do long distance in high school and I've run... Well, I've almost run a complete marathon. I made it 22.6 miles, and then the race got canceled for lightning, which was honestly quite devastating. But I've never completed a marathon since. I've done a couple half marathons, but I've never been able to train up and do the full, was it 26.2 miles or something like that? Is it 26.2? I think it's 26.2. Maybe it's 20. Yeah, because a half marathon is 13.1. Something like that. And thanks for bearing with my groggy voice. I'm still waking up. But anyway, um, I enjoy long distance running. It provides me the space to process and reflect on all things about life. So a lot of times my morning routine will start at, although it's been in flux lately, but let's just do our default morning routine would be like wake up at 5 a.m. Um, I, I would do a short devotional. Um, so I would read scripture for about 20 minutes or so, drink my pre-workout drink, and then I'd go for like a four-mile run. And during that run, it'd be a time for me to reflect on the things I read. It would be a time for me to let my mind completely wander across 
all the things I have to do today and kind of navigate all those anxieties and concerns. Um, often on a run, if I have like a challenging meeting with somebody, I might process through that meeting multiple times in multiple ways until eventually I can kind of relinquish control of the outcome. Because the reality is even though I could plan for a conversation going 18 different ways, I can't control the conversation. But running for some reason is like therapy to me. And as I considered, you know, running every couple of days or so, this idea of 4,000 miles for equity came up. And, and the reason being, I was looking for some means of accountability to continue to advocate for marginalized peoples. And marginalized peoples are, are people of color, um, the LGBTQI plus community, those with diverse disabilities or disabilities, veterans, mental health is a piece of it. I wanted to find a way to highlight other people's stories on a consistent basis and bring people into proximity to those stories so that they could have a, a shifted perspective. So 4,000 Miles of Equity came up for three reasons. Um, first being, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. And I won't edit that out because I don't have time. <laughs> but um, the, the 4,000 miles came for, for three reasons. The first being um, to remember the over 4,000 victims of lynching within America, the 4,000 African-American victims of lynching. Yes, there are white people that were lynched too. That's a whole other conversation. But um, there is something called the Freedom Museum in Alabama that we attended where you can see... Um, I think it's called the Freedom Museum and there's a memorial I can't remember what the memorial is called but basically it memorializes the over 4,000 victims of lynching and it tells their stories and, and you can touch these inverted coffins it is such a moving monument I can't remember what it's called but I just remember going there and being in the proximity to these different stories uh, of a boy being lynched because he looked at a woman, you know, or an altercation that led to lynching between, you know, a couple townspeople and things like that. And just recognizing that, like, I have a white complexion and I have never been worried that the way I interact with someone could cause me to be lynched or killed or say shot by the police is a whole nother discussion, right? So the 4,000 miles came first from that number. I think it's 4,100 and something individuals have been traced to uh, lynching. And this memorial and this uh, museum are founded by a guy named Brian Stevenson. And he has been such an inspiration to me. He's dedicated his life to defending inmates on death row that have been wrongly accused he wrote a book about it called Just Mercy. He's got a wonderful TED Talk, Brian Stevenson. I, I would encourage you to go seek him out beyond this podcast. I would put links in the show notes, but I don't know what show notes are yet because I'm new to podcasting. So that's the first thing. 4,000 came from that. The second source, if you take the width and the length of America and you add them together, it's just over 4,000 miles. So the reason I, I chose 4,000 for that is that a lot of times we like to think that racism is like a Southern thing that, you know, you, you have these pictures of like blatant racism and like hosing people down or beating them as they cross a bridge and things like that. 
from history from like the 50s and the 60s but the reality is, is we all carry biases within us that cause us to marginalize other peoples and it goes all the way to the northern tips of Washington <laughs> all the way to Texas and all the way across the US it, we all have biases against other people I remember growing up there's this area called um, Round Lake and I remember close family members telling me you can't go to Round Lake because it's the hood you can't go down there because it's not safe and a lot of these statements and the hood is another term we can unpack in the future and the biases and that were really driven because Round Lake had a high percentage of Latinos and, and Mexicans in that community and there was this association within members of my family that people of Mexican descent were more prone to crime and thus we can't go there. Um, that was something embedded in me at a very early age that I had to work through to just understand crime statistics and things like that. But, um, you know, we have certain things that are instilled in us because of what we see and it can happen anywhere. And I grew up in the northern suburbs of Chicago. so. That's the second reason for 4,000. The third reason for 4,000 miles is that it's really hard and it's gonna take a long time. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm only at mile 240 of 4,000 miles and I've been working at this for a year almost. Um, basically, since George Floyd was murdered, I started this around that time. But the reason I picked 4,000 is because it is an enduring, challenging uh, number and I have to continue continue to be proximal to other people's stories, to learn from their experiences and to amplify their voices, to continue to navigate my own biases against other people's so that I can be a better ally and a better advocate. And my encouragement to you, if you follow me in that journey, whether it's watching our TikToks, because it's the same name of Family Frenzy over there, or by just listening to podcasts when we do these dialogue sessions, my encouragement to you is to lean into the journey. This is not something where you take one training or watch one video and you're fixed and all of a sudden you're a diversely inclusive leader. It takes a lifetime of intentionality and effort uh, in order to really be able to span different cultures and people groups and fight for their equity and come alongside them in whatever they're trying to dismantle. So with that, friends, I would encourage you to lean in to this journey. I'm excited that you're here with me. I have no idea if one person or hundreds or tens of thousands will hear this message and the messages to come, but it's exciting um, and it encourages me to take the time to share. And with that, in my <laughs> scratchy, groggly morning voice, da 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 to the revolution. And the hope that you subscribe, may our content always satisfy. Please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Okay, bye.